Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. My podcast today is the third focusing on the ninth fruit of the Spirit, self-control. And with a special emphasis on self-control's association with the common grace of hope. I remember a television ad half a century ago where a middle-aged man opens a bag of Lay's potato chips, turns to the camera, and gently taunts. Taunts the viewer with, bet you can't eat just one. (laughs) And in the 50 years since, whenever I open a bag of chips, Lay's or not, I regularly lose that bet. Certainly, it could have been described as a classic case of a lack of self-control, but I always told myself, whatever the brand, that potato chips were too good to eat just one. And money was never involved in that Lay's potato chip commercial taunt and bet. I'm sure that even if $5 was on the line, I would have been consistently able to eat just one. Yeah, right. The Apostle Peter tells the readers of his first letter that the end of all things is near. And because of the end's nearness, what was he thinking, ten years, a couple of generations, a few centuries, a couple of millennia, he admonishes the readers to be sober-minded and self-controlled so that they can pray. So what might sober-mindedness and self-control have to do with the end of anything, let alone the end of the world, the end of civilization as we know it? And just what might sober-mindedness and self-control have to do with being able to pray? Since today's focus is on the ninth fruit of the Spirit, self-control, I'll leave the wisdom of sober-mindedness for another time. I would contend that self-control is tied to the prominence of a hope that hovers over our life's path. So where are we going in life? What are our ultimate destinations? What do we want to say about our life as it nears its end? This involves an articulated hope. Hope can be known simply as the purpose behind persistence. Hope is the purpose behind persistence. In other words, hope provides the reason why we keep going. Hope is why we persist. Hope as motivation fueling persistence is, using the biblical model, directly tied to a promised land. The children of Israel, 3,400 years ago, kept going in the desert because of the promise of a land of abundance, of milk and honey. For 38 years, they followed the cloud by day and the fire by night. Hope is deeply tied to our promised lands, both small and great. And self-control is a primary instrument of hope. Self-control keeps us on track, on the road headed to the promised land, whatever it is, despite the distractions, inevitable discouragement and dismissals. Obviously, we call on self-control when the distractions are more immediate and tempting than the persistent road to the promised land. Even the distraction of a Lay's potato chip on the road towards 
the promised land of better health. <laughs> Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, to most of us, gently observed, as was his habit, that human beings are not born with self-control. We have to learn what to do with the mad we feel. Learning to control ourselves, he said, is a long and hard process. It happens little by little. In fact, it is something we work on all through our lives. Thanks, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> like all of the fruit of the Spirit, self-control is something we cultivate all our years in the garden called our life. Thanks for joining me on Soul Stirrings. 